0: Hi, my name is Jorge Cruz and I'm the number one New York Times bestselling author and leading fitness, nutrition, and peak performance trainer to the world's busiest celebrities. You may have seen my work with Oprah Winfrey, Khloe Kardashian, Tyra Banks, Kelly Clarkson, or even Dr. Oz. My career started because in my early 20s, I was out of control and addicted to sweets, carbs, and salty snacks. And experts told me to simply count calories to get control they were wrong. My passion to get control of my hunger led me to find simple ways backed by science that would turn off physical hunger as well as my emotional eating instantly. And I know I can help you too. Welcome to The Jorge Cruz Show. Well, happy Thursday. It's December 24th. Uh, Tomorrow's Christmas. So uh, Merry Christmas, guys. I'm super excited you're here right now. I'm Jorge. Welcome to the Jorge Cruz Show. This is the number one show to give you radical control over sugar, carbs, and salty snack foods. And I feel like today's episode is going to be the most powerful show ever because it's the perfect way to really kind of wrap up the holidays here, especially during Christmas, because we're going to sit down with a client of mine who dropped two pounds a day. And For anyone who wants to lose weight, I can tell you seeing results uh, in an efficient way and dropping two pounds in a single 24-hour window is intense. Uh, Most people think it's impossible. Barb is going to tell us how it was effortless, how she never felt hungry, and what she did to turn off her hunger, and more importantly, get control over sugar and carbs because she like me, uh, since she was a little girl, was very much drawn to sugar because, you know, if you're like us, uh, you know, and sugar has had a draw on you in the past or currently, it really isn't your fault. Sugar is a simple tool. It's a carbohydrate that helps us raise serotonin and dopamine levels, and that's why it's so addictive. You know, there are some doctors that say it's more addictive than certain hard drugs like heroin or cocaine, and the reason is because it works. It makes us feel Feel good. That's why. That's why all comfort foods are carbohydrates. There are no, there, there's no fat and protein. That's a comfort food. Those are foods that really empower our body, give us health. But unfortunately, we're not addicted to those, right? It's just uh, sugar and carbs and and salty snacks and. You know, whether it's potato chips or corn chips, it's never the salt that's bad. It's the corn and the the potatoes that we got to avoid, you know, especially if we want to lose weight and and get healthy in 2021. And uh, we're also, I'm also going to be inviting you to join my challenge, which will be starting uh, January the 4th. Barb's gonna talk about how she did her 19 day challenge with me, but she just was part of our last group. And you know, she not only lost two pounds a day, but over the course of 19 days, she lost 21 pounds. So she's gonna share all her secrets on how you can do it, you know, and she's 72 years young. Uh, and, And so for anyone who's at a stage in their life where they think they're too old, you're going to find out you're not too old at any age to transform your health. Uh, whether you're a guy, whether you're a lady, at any age, you can get control over sugar and carbs. And I hope, uh, more importantly, you get the inspiration you need during the holidays to know that you can, you can do this. You can make 2021 your best year ever. And Barb is going to kind of share her light on how she did it. So I'm so excited. Now, before we get to today's interview and today's show, uh, I need to give a shout out and thanks to our sponsors We're brought to you by elemental labs uh elemental labs was created by new york times best-selling author rob wolf he's the author of several books one of my favorites is wired to eat he's a paleolithic nutrition expert a biochemist and has dedicated 20 years of his career really to studying the best diet out there and uh you know, Part of that is, is electrolytes, and you're going to discover, if you don't know me already, how much I love uh, sodium in my diet. And it's, I think, the, the thing that so many experts have misled us on, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, to think that salt is bad for us. You're going to discover, especially in our interview today with Barb, how she uses what I call zero hunger water which is a half a teaspoon of salt and 32 ounces of water, you're going to discover how that has helped her turn off her hunger. And uh, if you want to make it homemade, we're going to give you the recipe too if you go to the blog uh, at Jorge Cruz Show. But I will tell you, uh, if you're interested in something that I use and a lot of my celebrity clients use, it's Rob Wolf's Elemental Labs. It, he has this incredible little packets that basically have everything you need in one packet. It follows our formula, that's why I've endorsed it. And he is giving us for the holidays here an incredible opportunity. You basically had a free box of elemental electrolytes which have the exact amount of sodium you need—the half a teaspoon—with magnesium and potassium, so you get everything you need to turn off hunger. But you got flavors like lemon lime, you've got orange, you've got—he's got a salty and spicy savory one. He's got chocolate, which is one of my favorites at night. I'll be having some tonight. And so, if you want to get this incredible opportunity to get one for free, you just sign up for his value bundle, and you basically get three boxes, and you get the fourth one for free. And that's a forty-five dollar value. All you to do to claim this is go to the website. It's exclusive to us as listeners to you. So go to the website, drinkelement.com forward slash Jorge. And I'll spell the website because it's unique. It's D-R-I-N-K-L as in Larry, M as in Mary, N as in Nancy, T as in Tom. So it's drink dot com forward slash Jorge, J-O-R-G-E. If you go there, you'll get a value bundle offer, and you can customize the the bundle too, which is really cool. You can customize it so it's all chocolate. You can make it all lemon-lime. You can make it all orange. You can have a variety. You get to pick it, you know. And then if you put it on auto-subscription, you save even more money. So check it out. Thank you to Rob Wolf for this because it's the ultimate gift of health. You're going to love it. We're also brought to you by Dr. Tess. Dr. Tess is America's favorite dermatologist. She's my dearest friend for over 10 years. She is this gorgeous woman who's Stanford trained, and she has created these little tablets that have collagen in them. And what this collagen does is it helps you have beautiful skin. It also helps you recoil skin if you're losing, say, 30, 50 pounds, and you're concerned about having saggy skin collagen literally helps us restore skin elasticity. And a lot of us don't get this. Even if you eat protein, you're not going to get it unless you're eating bone marrow. Literally, it's inside of the bones. And so this collagen is hard to find. Uh, and But this, these tablets are so elegant because I basically take three a day, I eat it with my meal, and I'm done. And so Dr. Tess is giving us all 50% off her um, her what she calls a lively, healthy skin product, which is her collagen tablets. For our listeners, you just need to go to her website, shop That's shopdrtess.com. That's S-H-O-P-D-R-T-E-S-S h-o-p D-R-T-E-S.com. And then the coupon code is Dr. Tess, all one word, D-R-T-E-S-S. Uh, and you'll get 50% off your lively, healthy skin. I would get extra for the holidays, start your new year right Because this stuff is incredible. I take three every day. You can take less if you're uh, shorter in in size. I'm 6'1", so I take three. A lot of my clients just take two. I think she takes one. But it will give you the collagen you need to ensure you have great skin, healthy, vibrant skin. And finally, we're brought to you by Zero Hunger Plan. That's my website. And I'm thrilled that we're bringing the show to you as well because we are doing our January 4th challenge. And we do a 19-day challenge every first Monday of the month. The next one is this January the 4th. And I would love to invite you to join us. And hopefully after listening to today's show with Barb, you're going to be inspired because she did the exact same thing and in 19 days dropped 21 pounds. And she lost two pounds a day for multiple days in a row. So you're going to see results quick. This isn't like, you know, where you lose one pound a week. This is not the plan. This plan will give you results. And if you want to sign up for this challenge, we we have a wait list right now. So get on that list. You just have to email me, but just go to the website, go to zero it's Z E R O hunger plan.com to sign up. And again, we start on January the 4th, which is the first Monday in January, and it's the perfect time. It's live with me. It's on a Zoom link. You'll get all that information sent to you um, once we open up, and we'll be sending emails out next week to give you all the details to sign up. We can get on the wait list tonight. So go right there after the show. Go to zerohungerplan.com and sign up. So with that said, guys, let's get to today's uh, show. Uh, This interview with Barb is incredible. You're going to get so inspired. I think you're going to understand that not only is it possible to lose two pounds in a day, but more importantly, it's something you will keep off for the rest of your life. She reveals in the interview that she's also lost an additional three more pounds, so she's still shrinking, and she's going to be on our challenge starting on the 4th, so you're going to love meeting her. She's this gorgeous woman. She's 72 years young and she really opens up her heart and her home to us. So let's get started right now. Uh, It's my pleasure to introduce to you Barb. Here she is. Well, welcome everyone to a very special podcast. I'm so excited. Uh, So many of you have been asking and emailing me about our new challenge coming out, our Zero Hunger Challenge, and it's really all about really understanding how to get radical control, as you guys know, of sugar, Carbs and salty snacks, and the results can be powerful. You can drop up to two pounds in a day. And joining me on the other side of Zoom here is one of my clients who did exactly that. Great thing is, over the 19-day challenge was our, our Zero Hunger Plan. Is every month it's on the first of each Monday. So we've got one coming up, January the fourth, that I want to invite everyone to. We'll give you the details at the end of today's show. But Barb, uh, who you're going to meet here in a minute, uh, lost 21 pounds in 19 days. So she had multiple days where she dropped two pounds a day. So we're going to sit with Barb and find out how she did this. And I thought you guys would love this because, you know, she really is a woman who, um, you know, does, she does not have a personal chef or a trainer and she works hard. And uh, Barb, you might as well say hi to everyone. Please jump in, Barb. Tell everyone where you're, where you're watching from.
1: Hi, everyone. Um, And Merry Christmas today yes i know
0: we have we have a beautiful holiday season amongst us and uh i'm just so honored you're here with me on this christmas eve and uh i feel like your story is a story of empowerment barb uh because i really uh, you were just sharing with me before we went live here that you were talking to some of your girlfriends in san diego and tell me what or share with everyone what you were saying because you kind of had a different perspective just before we started the plan, which was, you know, we'll say the old bar, but that was just about a month ago, you know, but right. what did, what did, what were you share? If you don't mind oh. share with everyone what you were saying and, and obviously things have changed, shall we say, right?
1: Yes. My two closest friends in California yeah. uh, have walked with me beside me through the ups and downs of not only life, but my weight. And yeah. sometimes in my head, I've always called it. I was thinking about it yesterday. It's been the walk of shame for me. Wow. wow. And I'm very grateful today. I live in Arizona. I didn't mm-hmm. say that earlier, but I'm in Fountain Hills, Arizona. Yep. And we still have maintained our friendship um for over 60 years now.
0: Wow. <laughs> And that is incredible. Well, I, I think community is so important. Having good friends and a good community can empower us. And, you know, I think that the thing people are probably listening, they're thinking, well, you look good because I, I say you, you look 50, 54, 52. But obviously, if you've been friends with these gals for 60 years, I mean, I, my mother taught me well, she said, never ask a lady your age. But if you don't mind, how, how young are you, Barb? Tell everyone.
1: I'm 72 years young. I love that. I and- love that. I'm grateful that I still have my health, that I didn't kill it with my compulsive eating and my diets and just all of that. I'm just grateful to be back with you again, Jorge. I started with you probably 20 years ago when you had your first book out. Yeah. The- I-
0: the eight, eight minutes in the morning. Yeah. I remember that book. And, uh, well, uh, yeah. And well, I'm so grateful for you for being uh, a client of mine for so many years. I mean, I, I can't believe it's been two decades, but obviously recently, and we had never, we, well, we actually have yet to meet in person. <laughs> I don't think in 20 years. Right. So no. when you come to San Diego, we'll definitely have a, uh, we'll, we'll have to have a meal or coffee or hopefully with our masks on, of course, but we'll be, we'll social, social distance. But I think why don't we tell a little bit of the story so people can okay. have some context about how I mean, obviously you're 72 years young and you've been struggling with weight and trying to solve it probably before you even met me through my books and all that. That was 20 years ago. But when did it all start for you, this battle with weight? Tell everyone a little bit of the story, because if you're Mm -hmm. like me and I think you are, we struggled with sugar and carbs and talked about as a little girl, like what you would sometimes do with (laughs) you you would have certain sweets under your bed. But would you tell a little bit of your story so people can realize that? Mm-hmm. This isn't something magical. I mean, you did lose two pounds a couple times in a row, day after day, and then you've lost. Tell everyone again. It was twenty-one pounds. Is that right?
1: Well, I lost twenty-one pounds by the end of our challenge, and I've continued been continuing to lose weight. Our challenge ended on the twentieth, and I'm yeah. I'm now down twenty-four pounds. Woohoo! <laughs> we'll
0: do the the weight, loss dance, the weight and, loss dance, and well, we're gonna get into the nitty gritty of how you mm-hmm. did it. But tell them before we get into the secrets. Yes. A little bit about your story, because I think it's a powerful story, because you've overcome a lot of obstacles. I think that's a nice way to say it. But yeah. uh, take us back to, I think you had mentioned uh, when we talked last, it was like around 10 years old, you were kind of in love with okay. sugar, and and as I was, because it helps us mm-hmm. feel good. You know, it's, I always tell clients, it's not our fault. But take us back there, if you would, Barb.
1: Well, when I was 10 years old, I had a traumatic event in my life, and I started definitely craving sugar. I, I know today as an adult, that it was a comfort food. Mm. I know that I officially went on my first diet. Cause I still remember it when I was 13 years old,
0: I did the grapefruit
1: diet back then. Oh, yeah, That was my first one. And I was in a, a weight loss competition with someone that, uh, used to come and, and babysit my younger brothers and sisters. Cause I was the oldest of eight children. Wow. And, um, uh, so she I think wanted to encourage me because I was 13 to yeah. lose weight and we had a prize and and all that. Unfortunately <laughs> the prize was food.
0: <laughs> oh god. And <laughs> prize something delicious, but I well, mean let's go to a restaurant, you know. Right, right. And
1: my family never ate Mexican food and I love Mexican food and so <laughs> We went
0: and had Mexican food. Well, you know, I mean, they they say a carrot works better than a stick sometimes. So for you, you -hmm. know, like my childhood, it was adverse to say the least. I had a lot of obstacles growing up uh, the way I did as a Catholic and being, you know, a gay man and and not knowing it. And my grandmother probably knowing it, but not allowing me to ever do that. And so I was, uh, uh, shall we say, disciplined for uh, for not being a, a good Catholic boy at times and just not acting the way she wanted me to act as a as a male. You know, we're very machismo, the, the Mexican Latinos where we're very tough people. Can't be we can't be uh, girly. So I, I'm sure I was a little girly at the time. But regardless, you know, that 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 I call it pain back then turned into power eventually. You know, that's what why I have this career, I think. And so that's the big jump for me. But for you, you've really done some incredible things because you've tried so many things since you were 13 and yes. now you're 72. How did Zero Hunger, though, the Zero Hunger plan, the, the, the 19 days we did together, how did it for you shift things? Because I know for me up until recently, you know, I've written a ton of books, we've, I, at least I pretty much have embraced the calories in calories out where, you know, you just have to, you know, the the old adage, and I'm sure you counted points as well as calories, right? Was, you know, eat less and exercise more. And, and that would be lovely if all these macronutrients are the same, but sugar and carbs, very different than fats and protein, Very. you know. So mm-hmm. tell, uh, share with her and Let's dive in. How did zero hunger? What was one of the secrets really for you that shifted and, and gave you control back? Because I feel like mm-hmm. this. Your story is is a story of regaining control of your appetite and your your cravings. cravings, right? Yeah. So what 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 was one of your first secrets, or what's one of the things people should know about?
1: Well, the first night that I was at. Um, our zoom meeting. Yep. I heard Sandy who has been one of your clients for a long time and she had lost 90 pounds in I believe 6 months. Yeah. And uh, I think I asked how do, how did you do it? She yeah. said you just don't quit. And that just went bing.
0: Yeah, the light went on, right?
1: The light went on for that. I wrote it down just don't quit. Yeah. And whenever those next few weeks I was in a store, I was out driving around and would see an old familiar drive through, I was no, just don't quit. Oh. And I just m- made that my mindset that I, I was love that. Yeah. going to quit.
0: Well, I think that's important. And especially for anyone listening who is my age, you know, in their late 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s, a lot of times after the age of 30, we think, you know, a 32-year-old says, oh, I'm too old. You know, I've had babies. It's too late for me. I'm not in my 20s anymore. Why do you think that philosophy for you, especially at 72, was important? Because I think people give up so, or we forget. Or what, what, what was it for you that made it, made it a mantra or a mindset, you think?
1: Well, I have been striving to lose weight all my life and I've always wanted to be in a right size body. And I just decided I I just have never given up, but I kept switching and I I wouldn't stick to things or I would give in to the sweet. that was, you know, oh, it's Christmas and we're at a party. I'll just have one or two. And for me, it never stops at one or two. Uh, no, it's true. So it's... It just doesn't. And I decided that I was going to do this no matter what. I'm not quitting. I want to be. I want to be another Sandy. I want to know that I, I can see that it's possible. So there's no yeah. reason for me to quit. And I want to be there for my great granddaughter Forrest, who I love, and uh-huh. I like to sit on the floor and play with her. But you should see me trying to get off the floor. Yeah, I don't yeah
0: yeah and now you have this energy I mean, in just nineteen days, you did such an i mean i'm so proud of you and and you know for you to do to to drop uh, the amount of weight you did twenty one pounds in nineteen days is is incredible let's get into the nutritional part because I think okay. what you said you've laid a beautiful foundation it's a philosophy really of not quitting so once people have a little faith in themselves and maybe can trust us with this conversation to join our challenge, you know, because I, I really do hope January 4th is a good time, I would say to, to kick off the new year and make it better than last because we all want that, I think. But yeah. what would you say when it comes to what I call eat fit, because that's really the first mm-hmm. pillar of our plan, uh, really made it powerful for you to get this control back of your of your, you know, I don't want to call it an addiction, but your cravings for sugar and carbs, because I know I I can relate to that. And I'll let you kind of lead this. But what for you was one of the top secrets of the eat fit plan uh, from our from go ahead it is our zero hunger water. Mm. Um, It
1: was important for me to drink more water. I I know that any food plan or diet you go on, you know, they always encourage drinking water. But the zero water is different. And the zero water actually captivated my (laughs) hunger cravings. Yeah. Help me just to get through the afternoon or through the day. If I saw something that, you know, my I was looking at, I just would. Mm pick up my water, I would drink it. And, and the craving, it would just soothe it. And I am really grateful. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. So
0: Well, and for people listening, they're thinking, well, you're drinking water. Mm-hmm. What's this zero hunger water? Well, you right. know, for people listening, you know, and, and you tell them what you think of this, I'll, I'll put my two cents in and then you you share your two cents. But I think what we've been told for years, you know, drink water, definitely I've heard that, you know, but the thing is most water doesn't have, it's deficient in minerals. And what the science has shown, and I think we shared this the first week of the plan, really how sodium and mm-hmm. how uh, how deficient we are and how scared we are of sodium, because in our culture, we've demonized uh, sodium more than sugar. And we all know sugar is not good for us. I mean, dentists know that certain people know, hey, you know, especially if you have diabetes or things like that, you need to lower the sugar levels. But salt, I mean, people, it's in a sh- salt shaker for a reason. And we just sprinkle a tiny bit. And we think it's literally poison. But as you know, um, or maybe you can share your experience drinking this water, our Zero Hunger Water, which anyone can make at home. We've given the recipe out at JorgeCruzShow.com. You can go to the website. It's free. It's mm-hmm. a thousand milligrams of sodium. It's not a very fancy recipe. I mean, it's just a toss together. You basically, you know, you get a bottle of 32 ounces of water. Uh, and then you add a 1,000 milligrams of sodium, which is half a teaspoon of salt. Uh, and then if you want for flavor, you can add some other things. I always suggest either a, little drops, a few drops of real lemon juice or a little stevia or monk fruit, which is a natural plant-based sweetener. And, uh, and we ideally, we also add a little magnesium potassium. That can be tricky. And on, on our blog for the show, we give you the recipe, guys. So you go check that out after our interview here. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times, I know for me, I feel like this is the only plan that says drink, you know, zero hunger water is, is basically, you know, sodium in water. And did you at first, what did you think of that? And then obviously you used it because I feel like there aren't too many plans. You tell me if you've heard of other ones that really make that, I want to call it our hero, right? Right, Barb.
1: Correct. I. When I heard you say we were gonna drink salt water, I just thought oh, no.
0: <laughs> well, that's basically it, right? I'm it's it's salty that. water, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do that, you know, but that's my first thought, and then my second thought was, yes, you're gonna do whatever they tell you to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for trusting me. But oh, what oh, yeah. was the result? Because I always the say result it's like it a- was
1: terrific. It took my cravings away. It took it filled me up. I was able to go from I had started studying intermittent fasting during the summer, and I had gone from three meals a day to two meals a day. And I would eat a meal at eleven, and I would eat a meal around five or six or seven, and that seemed to work. But now, do I go to the next part? Now,
0: yeah, tell us. Yeah, we
1: were going to have one meal a day. Yeah, and yeah. I needed to get to probably five o'clock.
0: And Without not eating, eating like a nothing. snack, an egg, crackers, no. nothing. And so the water, did it give water. you that kind of, I want to call that's kind of radical. So that is radical control. But did it allow you to do it? Yeah.
1: Totally. And I was shocked. I couldn't believe that just drinking this water, I was not hungry. I was not hungry. Wow. I even did in the middle a 48 hour fast. Because what what happened was I got so busy with our Zoom meeting that night and by the time we got off it was a little bit later. And I just thought, oh, I just don't feel like eating a meal right now. And I had been drinking my water and drinking my yeah. water. So I thought, well, I've heard of people doing 48. So here you go, girl. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, and so for people listening, they're like, "Well, then I get how you lost the weight; you didn't eat." Well, well, but the key is, and a lot of people, if it wasn't for your study and my study of intermittent fasting, would think we have some sort of eating disorder. But I have to tell people listening: intermittent fasting is is a, a technique. It's an ancient technique, as you've studied, that has been used for millennia. It's in every religion. Uh, and Jason Fung, Doctor Fung in Toronto, has written the top best selling books on Amazon in the world on this and you know I've interviewed him and you were reading his books as well right Barb yes and And for the newbie
1: friends that are diabetic yeah and I knew that if they would just read his books because that was what he he got so frustrated with trying to help diabetics who were just going the, the opposite direction that that was how this evolved and it's just amazing it works and I'm just excited
0: well, and I have to say, not only do you lose the weight, but you know, I, and I do it now because I'm at a, at a weight where I'm healthy. And a lot of people think, oh, if you don't eat every, you know, you, I mean, you know, the, the old adage that was created uh, by Dr. Harvey Kellogg, who created the cornflake, obviously, he created the word break fast, and created an industry, obviously, you know, selling cereal, which you typically only have cereal in the morning, but this right. whole new industry of how breakfast is the most important meal, of the, meal of the day. And you probably were told that too growing up, right?
1: Well, we always sat down for breakfast every single morning. Yeah. It was a ritual in my family. We had a big family and we set the table the night before for breakfast.
0: Wow. So yeah. And and I know like growing up in a Latin family with my grandma, God bless her. I mean, breakfast was critical and I had to eat everything or I got in trouble too. I mean, she'd whack me if I didn't eat everything. I mean, there was, <laughs> I was always getting in trouble, never being a good boy, you know, and I feel like I had to eat and she liked me plump. She did not want me on a weight loss plan. She wanted me to be a, you know, I, I think she grew up in a time where food, but she only passed 10 years ago at 103, my grandmother, and she grew up in a time period you know, in the 20s that where most people were were doing this, there weren't refrigerators, they were fasting, they were lucky to eat one meal a day. She looked gorgeous. She was thin her whole life, but she wanted me to be fat, which is kind of weird, right? But, but she thought of that as a sign of wealth, a sign of health you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the wealthy were, were, were chubby <laughs> and, it, and it's like, and now the, the wealthy be educated. We'll say that, because I think that's it. We know that mm-hmm. that weight, not only does it give us underlying health conditions, like diabetes, mm-hmm. heart disease, cancer, but with COVID, I mean, it makes it hard to breathe. So mm-hmm. I think anyone who's educated doesn't want to have 20 or 30 pounds extra, let alone more, you know? So if the water was one of the secrets. For mm-hmm. someone out there that thinks, "Oh, I can't have salt. I'm going to die. I'm going to have high blood pressure," you know. Do you remember how I talked about how? Um, and this was interesting. This was the book, "The Salt Fix," uh, yes. that that the author. I interviewed him, and you guys should listen to the interview. It's it's incredible. I'll it include is. it in the show notes for our interview with Barb here. But that book, I don't know. Did you read that book as well, Barb? The Salt Fix. I haven't fix read the-, the book,
1: but I have listened to your podcast, yep, Doctor James. To yeah. say that. I remember very clearly when I was um, twenty, mm. going to the doctor and them starting to tell me no salt. And then for sure when I was pregnant at age yeah. twenty-three, they said absolutely no more salt. You could, you just can't have it; it's bad for you. And yeah. it was like I, some
0: drug. You would, you would think it, it was
1: my life, you know. Yeah. And my <laughs> I think I told you my son said I was a horrible cook. He found found out that I wasn't using salt and he was now in the restaurant industry. And he said, mom, you need to use salt.
0: Hey, it's Jorge. And I just wanted to interrupt the show just for a moment to invite you to head on over and sign up for my daily zero hunger email. That'll give you each day a simple what to eat to get radical control over your sugar, carb and salty snack food cravings. And if this is something you want to conquer and make a lifestyle, the newsletter is important. It will really give you tools every day to keep building that momentum to create a lifestyle where you're in control of sugar and carbs. So if that sounds good, check it out. Simply go to ZeroHungerPlan.com. I'll spell it for you. It's with a Z, Z Z-E-R-O, ZeroHungerPlan.com. And it's all free. I'll see you there. Let's get back to the show. (laughs) <laughs> right because the food tasted kind of bland you know and and and, and i hear you and and you know i grew up the same way salt was like this thing we had to be careful of it was like a drug that could kill you literally you would yes. think it was heroin or cocaine and it was just this mm-hmm. horrible white powder right so the great thing is half a teaspoon for everyone listening is all you need and everyone has salt at home hopefully you get a good source if you're going to make it guys mm-hmm. try to get a, an ancient source whether it's from underground mines or the himalayas uh, and you add a little bit of magnesium, a little bit of potassium. We have the recipe. Just go to JorgeCruzShow.com. We'll put it in the show notes. And you can make it taste good. You really can. Now, what's your favorite flavor? Do you add a little lemon and a little stevia or monk fruit? Or what's what's your go-to, Barb? And then My let's go-to. move on to the diet. Yeah,
1: Right. My go-to is adding lemon juice. Yeah stevia. I love lemonade, so it just yeah. made a great drink. The The salt, you know, I, I would imagine the, the salt is in there, but between the stevia and the lemon, yeah. I just have a wonderful lemonade and, and I yeah. can just put that down. That's like one of my favorite drinks. But there yeah, things you can order to make it sweet, to make to add the electrolytes. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. And I even uh, shared just this week on Instagram, so everyone watching and listening, check out a a holiday edition. It's like a chocolate treat where you add cacao and Mm. it doesn't have a lot of sugar at all, because we we wanna keep the sugar low or, or at zero with these drinks. Obviously we don't, the one time the science has shown that you can raise blood pressure with salt is when you pair it with sugar and carbs. And uh, now that we've talked about the drink, and you you want to avoid sugar, because stevia or uh, or monk fruit, these natural sweeteners don't raise your, your insulin. It's when insulin's high, and you take salt, that you can cause blood pressure to go up. But you know, on our plan, let's let's should we dive into the how you break your fast? Like share with folks, some of your go-to meals, yes. because I feel like everyone knows uh, carbs and sugar. I mean, that's why we have this podcast. It's to help people overcome that and get control back. And not that you don't eat carbs anymore. I mean, I I, I still do. I'll, I'll have zucchini fries. I'll make sometimes um, a pizza, uh, whether it's with a cauliflower crust, and then it's a meat lover's uh, topping. There's all sorts of little tricks out there, you know, but share with us one of your go-to meals, because high protein, high fat tends to turn off our hunger. And I I think you've embraced that pretty much, right, Barb?
1: Definitely. I personally have always been a meat eater. So I, and my very favorite steak is a ribeye steak. So I go to Costco and get a little tray of ribeye steaks and I put it in the refrigerator and I usually grill two of them at a Mm -hmm. time, one to eat hot and the other one I slice up. And I have in the refrigerator in case I'm going to be on the go the next evening.
0: Oh, that's smart.
1: If I want to eat late, I have it ready to go. I love that. I also, um, I would say, well, maybe only three times over the 19 days, added some vegetable carbs. I had broccoli one time, I had green beans the other time. And I love salads. The other night I went out to dinner at a really fine restaurant, and she had, like, the most awesome salad. So I had salad. Yeah. And- I had some chicken, which was a different, okay. my first time having chicken. And it, was, <laughs> it was tasty, but I, the steak is top of the list for me.
0: Well, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, I've done podcasts with Rob Wolf, who's a paleolithic nutritionist. He's a mm-hmm. biochemist. Uh, he, he, he's a really New York Times bestselling author of the primal of of, uh, of uh, the paleo solution, I think is the book and wired to eat. And he talks about how the ribeye really has the ideal percentage of fat and protein, because, you know, ironically, here's another myth we'll bust for everyone that's listening. I was told, you know, that you want a low fat diet if you're trying to lose weight, right? I mean, keep the calories low, high volume, low calorie, fat makes you fat. You remember that woman in the 80s, Susan Powder, that says the fat formula, and she had that shaved head, really blonde, the red nails, and she's like, the fat formula, fat makes you fat. And here we are eating high fat protein. So mm-hmm. tell everyone, not only does it um, turn off hunger, hopefully, give them your, your thoughts of how it controls well, hunger, but obviously it helped you lose the weight, I would think, right? Uh, take it away. Yeah.
1: Uh, obviously. Well, yeah. two things. I I feel so full after I ate my steak. I mean, and mm. I don't overeat, I, I eat till I'm full. Like last yeah. night, I ate three quarters of the steak. Okay. And then stop because I was full. Yeah. It had, it was a big steak, a big steak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you had some leftovers. I had a little leftover,
1: but I just, um, I also found that when I do add like even vegetable carbs, my whole system doesn't work as well when yeah. I'm just doing the meat.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the, a lot of people, uh, I've interviewed, um, uh, Dr. Saladino, and he mm-hmm. has this book, The Carnivore Code, which I recommend to everyone listening. I've done, podca- I've done two podcasts with him, and he talks about how plant – based nutrition. And, you know, for years I've written books, almost every book I've written up until and and zero hunger plan is not a book yet. I hope to make it a book uh, in the the next year or two, but obviously it's online, but right now, you know, like what Paul Saladino says, Dr. Saladino has said from the the carnivore code is really that these plants and the fiber, ironically, we've been told, and, and that's another adage we can bust here that we need high fiber to fill up and and especially to be healthy and be regular. But the crazy thing is, with a high fat, high protein diet, and if you don't involve carbohydrates, you get less bloating, you get less issues. Uh, some some people get skin mm-hmm. issues. There's uh, plant intolerances that a lot of people don't realize they can get from eating certain greens like kale and and, uh, and broccoli. And I used to do a lot of uh, mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts. Now I do more of the low toxic plants, and we talk about this on the plan. So if you guys join join us, you you'll get the list of the healthy carbs. You know, zucchini is my new favorite one. Spaghetti <laughs> squash, I can do that. And I can make a pasta from it. Do you ever do that sometimes, Barb? Make a, have I you did, done and
1: I actually had it on my 19 days. I, oh. I, mean, I was, that was one of the first vegetables that I had. I was craving. I had already purchased actually the spaghetti squash yeah. before we started our program. Yeah. So I made spaghetti squash one night with a really nice um, fried up hamburger. And then I had- nice rouse uh, spaghetti sauce which
0: has the lowest sugar so yeah oh and, and the, yeah and it's low sugar and you know mm-hmm. I'll do that on occasion but you know sometimes I'm lazy and I, and it is it is a bit freeing i mean maybe we can end on the nutrition note oh, on how yes. making a, a steak is easy i mean you just put literally i do put salt on it front and back you cook at five to six minutes on each side. I have a, a cast right. iron grill type thing mm-hmm. and you're done. And then that fills you up. There's no need to make all these. I mean, I may have an avocado with it, half an avocado or a little zucchini, but it takes more time to, to make the zucchini. <laughs> Cutting an avocado is easy. I can't complain about that and putting salt on it, but you know, sometimes it's just such an efficient way. I mean, would you say there's an elegance to this diet in the sense that it's easy to make these foods, right?
1: I feel free. Yeah. I feel like I can meal plan in one minute,
0: <laughs> <laughs> one minute meal planning
1: and, and I'm done. I don't have to, there's no must, no fuss. I don't have to shop like crazy. Yeah. I can ask somebody who's going, cause I usually don't go into stores too much. Yeah. You know, pick me up a tray of ribeye steaks. How easy. easy.
0: Is that? Wow. And I love it.
1: That's my, my grocery shopping. And I, so my, I have more time in my life to do things that I
0: want to do. I love that. I love that. Wow. That's amazing. Well, we've talked nutrition. I think, you know, one of the things that I had on my list to to ask you if it'd be all right is I know as much as we sometimes, I call it zero hunger because it's about Mm -hmm. turning off physical hunger in my mind, but then there's sometimes a type of, I want to call it emotional hunger that we all have that a- out of survival we crave. And sometimes it can be, you know, issues from when we were kids and whatever, but I, I-, I thought maybe I'd ask you to-, to share how you've kind of gotten control over another issue that you had in your life. Kind of like, well, I'll let you tell the story, but a little bit of, of-, of how you interacted with your daughter and-, and family members and how life has become less, heavy for you and them. And when you lighten up the relationship, you feel happier. So maybe share a little bit of that story, because I think that'd be a great way to kind of tie it up, because I feel like zero hunger is, is comprehensive. I mean, there's a nutrition component, there's an exercise component, and then there's, I call it think fit, the, the mindset component. We kind of started it with mind fits. So if you don't mind, let's, let's start, let's, let's talk about that in a little more detail, because I feel like you really had a, a breakthrough of sorts, right, Barb?
1: Well, I, th- I feel that the emotional component might be way a little. Well, I guess all parts are so important. But yeah. if I don't have the mindset to stick with this, then nothing's mm-hmm. going to happen.
0: Hundred percent right.
1: Have mindset that I want to be healthy. That that's my goal to be healthy. Then this isn't going to work. And and I think that. Um, we, we did some exercises, Jorge, mm-hmm. when we were going through this that I think people will love because it helps you to get in touch with what works for you today, what didn't work for you in the past. And I know I've been working all year on my gratefulness. I send a grateful list to um, a friend, two friends every morning, and I list five things that I was grateful for the day before. So we send those back and forth to each other. So having a grateful mindset is really important. But I know we were talking about, and I can't remember how it just kind of organically went into um, my children, but I think that control was the that
0: was it. Yeah. that
1: I wanted to get away from. You know, my daughter had mentioned, you know, mom, you're you're trying to control too much. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to control too much. So this is something that I've been working on for, for quite a while. And I, I believe that one of the ways that I can get away from controlling is by nurturing myself.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. So well, And that's the one thing we can, because if you think about it, I, I was similar. Um, I mean, a lot of people that or in business, or have had, you know, uh, obstacles in their early life, we learn to control things to kind of survive and and thrive, right? And so Mm -hmm. it's a tool that can be overutilized, but it can be overutilized to be successful. But then in in times in our lives, you know, especially with family, if we Mm -hmm. overuse those same skills, it's a different reaction, you know, these people are like, what? So for me, I feel like I I have the same, I, I understand what you're saying, because I feel like for me, for so many years, I was so stressed out, and I think when you try to act like we're God sometimes, and we can control all of it, it's mm-hmm. overwhelming. And and the truth is, you know, as we grow up here, <laughs> you know, I'm growing up. I think I'm finally an adult here at 50 almost. But mm-hmm. I feel like um, I realize that the only thing we can control is our mindset and, and our, and our actions, obviously. So, right? right. So how did that happen for you? Because I know we, we talked about it in the, in the, in the process, the third week on the plan, because it's a, it's a right. 19 day plan. So in, in our last week, we, we kind of tied up the loose ends and kind of did a compelling future. And uh, mm-hmm. we talked about um, our values, what we value and what we want to move towards and away from, but was mm-hmm. there something that you could share with people that, you know, to give them a little, give them a little um, insight or a tip on what they could do, because, to, 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 to where you were, I think you were in a place where your relationship with your kids at one point were, were it was, it was tight, it was difficult. A little, it was heavy, right? It was heavy. Yes. Tell them about that. And then what has happened? Because I feel like you dropped another 21 pounds here, but in another way, right? In the mind or in, in your, in whatever you want to call it in, in that mm-hmm. effort. And sometimes that makes it makes it easier than to not even feel like you need. I mean, it's it's a type of appetite control because, Oftentimes when we overeat sugar and carbs, it's because we're not feeling good. You know, we're stressed. Mm-hmm. But when you alleviate the actual source of the problem, the stress,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not only does the zero hunger water work, but that works too, the, this right. thinking fit. But uh, t- tell us a little bit of that. And if you have a tip for someone specifically on what worked for you to kind of let go a little bit, I think that would even be useful too.
1: I think that um, I'd gotten to the point in my relationship with my children where I was attempting to control the outcome of what they were doing in their lives. Cause you mm. know, I think I thought mother knows best or something. Sure. And my daughter made it very clear to me, mom, I need to do things my way. You're trying to control me. Mm. And I really didn't know that. I mean, at the time I was like, really, I thought I was just trying to help. And I think under the guise of help, Many people end up in areas of doing things that they, they really don't belong in. And so there was a time when I had to say to both my children, you know, please forgive me, I'm sorry. I, I tried to make amends wow. to them and wow. just say, I was wrong, how can I change? My daughter has made it very clear to me, even recently, mom, you're not listening. And wow. so I have to sit back and say, okay, I, I I want to listen. I'm sorry that I was not hearing you. All of us want to be heard. All of us yeah. do in our life. And she she and I work on this. And, and it's something that has evolved. Our relationship is definitely better than it was in the past. I mean, it's really good. But there are times when... You know, old old habits die hard. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's out of like a good place. I mean, mm. you know, oh, I sure. had a very controlling grandma on me mm-hmm. as a little boy, as I've shared throughout the podcast from and the many episodes, and and I know her intentions were good, and you know, you you can find God's perspective on it and see the good in it, and I and I've had to do that, but I feel like at a certain age, though, and and you had this epiphany really with your kids where they kind of brought it to your attention right in the front and you had to deal with it for anyone that is in that same place barb what would you say helped you not just say i'm sorry to them but how did you get there because a lot of people don't see it how did you see it because you know we can love is blind sometimes and we love our kids so much we don't think we're hurting them you know how did you how did you see it differently any any tips for anyone listening
1: I think that I became more mindful about my own personal thoughts and actions. Wow. I think that it's really important. Mindfulness is is a key mm-hmm. in my life today to watching my behaviors and choosing to change. I love that. And it's really a it's really a choice. If you still if you want to have a good relationship with your children, then you need to listen mm-hmm. and you need to look at your own behavior. Don't look at theirs.
0: Mm-hmm you doing? how wow. can you change yeah no, it's hard i mean you're basically saying we got to take responsibility right and oh, we definitely. can't blame the other people and no. and and i think that is very grown up of you <laughs> I, I would think you would agree yeah and i'm sure your kids tell us now tell us how this has affected your relationship with them because i think there's a bit of a happy ending here with the way this mm-hmm. conversation started and then how it's now, you know, especially the holidays now, how, how has this been something positive?
1: Well, I have to say it began, part of this began, this final part of the journey here began with yeah. COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone in the family was working mm-hmm. and I was just going to start a new job, a personal job. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I stepped up to the plate and said, let me take care of forest. She was five. She was going to school. This is your
0: your great-granddaughter, right? My
1: great-granddaughter. And so I became her support person in March and was with her from March through October before the schools opened. And I think that the family got to see me in a new light and knew that I was just there to truly help. And it gave me lots of opportunities to listen. And it gave me such joy that... I didn't even feel COVID.
0: <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you can take a lemon and make it lemonade, and and we love lemonade, you and I. So you, that's yes. what you did, literally, uh, mm-hmm. in, with your Think Fit, and I think that's so beautiful because obviously, the the nutrition's important when you do weight loss. But how do you think this is giving you an edge with your weight loss? This thinking fit because it's definitely different than what you had done in the past, right?
1: Yes. Well, I think you, by incorporating all three of your pillars, yeah. that that is so important because there's not there's not really one that's more important than the other. Although the hero is the zero hunger water, yeah. I believe that if you don't have the right mindset, you're not going to accomplish anything. So I think that mindset's important, and then the exercise uh, portion is something that will evolve you know you talked about yeah. the HIT and, yep. Yep. and interval training and you know right now I'm doing what I can because I have trashed knees and I'm at the physical therapist and yeah. I'm just making sure that I have a, as much movement as I can.
0: Excellent yeah well I think that's the key it's really it's, it's, it's having all those components but yeah I, I would agree with you that ThinkFit is critical the, the, the turning off the physical hunger, but the thing that turns off the emotional hunger, I think the exercise, you know, and you'll get back into it once your knees are feeling better. And, you know, about collagen for anyone listening, collagen is key to help repair joints and all that. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you're doing that. And, uh, you know, and then once we start moving again, yeah, the hit training is great because it helps us feel good. You know, I think of, uh, exercise and thinking fit as a way to really overcome the emotional obstacles we have in our life. Because yeah, the the water does do it. It does turn off the hunger. And I hope everyone listening tries it. You can just check it out. We'll put it in today's show notes. And Barb, mm-hmm. as we wrap up here, what would you say, especially being the start of a new year in just a mm-hmm. few not even a few weeks. It's like in a week or so. And we've got this challenge starting on January the 4th. What would you tell people if they're on the the edge here and they're like, I don't know, I want to lose weight, but this sounds weird. I'm going to drink water with salt and think fit and all that. What would you tell someone who's like not sure what, because they can just add their name to the wait list. We've got that at zerohungerplant.com. And if they're not sure and they definitely want to lose weight, what would you tell them to encourage them Right now, to 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 take some action, what what would be your uh, your words of motivation? How would you how would you wrap it for us?
1: Well, I got into the program at the last minute. In fact, I had sent
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> sent an email begging, please let me do right.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I ready?
1: If you're not ready, what I would suggest, if that's just something that you want to do, mm-hmm. I suggest that you really commit. You're talking 19 days. That is not a month. That is 19 days of your life. See what could happen in 19 days. I'm shocked what happened in 19 days of my life. And it's given me a whole new thought on how I'm going to live the rest of my life.
0: No, I I remember you were sharing your vision for you know, Mm -hmm. uh, not just next year, but the next 20 years. And I think that's motivational, right? Because if we don't have that compelling future, you know, and it's nice to have a goal for next year, but a big picture, I mean, where, where do you see, leave, leave us with a positive uh, vision of where you're going to be in 20 years, because I know you're going to continue doing what you're doing. You're yes. going to get to your weight loss goal. Um, you know, because I, I know you're going to, you keep dropping, you're down down to 24 pounds. Is that right? That's correct. <laughs> That's so correct. you're the incredible shrinking woman, but where would you be? Because in 20 years, I, I can only imagine you'll have more, more grandbabies, not let alone mm-hmm. grand, great grandkids. Great right? grandbabies, yeah. but why do I see you playing with them and staying as active in and now you'll be in your 90s right I will yeah
1: that is exactly what I'll be doing at 92 I still want to be able to I want my body to be really flexible and I'm playing with my kids I'm able to get down on the floor and get back up and I want to know that my I'm as physically fit as I can be and I also wanted age 92 to have known that I have visited the countries that I've wanted to visit. Yes. I, I had to stop traveling. I got so overweight mm. that I couldn't get up on the bus. I had to, it was so hard. Every walking was so hard. So I am excited to experience the next 20 years doing things that I really want to do.
0: I love that. That, that is, I want to join you let's go. And, and, you know, I, I love traveling too. And I feel like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of the things we have to remember that when we're healthy and yes. we get that weight off, we can have fun. And as much as COVID is going on, it will pass, it will pass. And, and I think mm-hmm. it's going to happen soon. And, but the next 20 years, that's not just a year or two from now, that's like no. a, a life. And I think mm-hmm. what a gorgeous way to enjoy, um, you know, this time in our life to travel and do all that. So I'm with you on that, Barbara. I think uh, that's my goal too, in the next 20 years, to do more traveling. And and obviously, um, I can't thank you enough for sharing your story. And congratulations on the 24 pounds now. And uh, make sure to give my best to your family and your granddaughter. And uh, thank you for sharing. And, And we'll see you January the 4th. I can't wait, right?
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: Well, you have, have a beautiful Merry Christmas and everyone listening Merry to Merry Christmas to you guys have a wonderful time. And if you guys want to join our challenge, you know what to do, just visit us over at zerohungerplan.com. And uh, Barb, thank you for your story because I think it's a story of transformation. It really is. And, you know, and I feel like if you can do it, would you agree? Anyone can do it, right?
1: Absolutely. Um, don't give up. Come and join us January 4th for a radical change. And you will lose your hunger and your cravings.
0: All right, today's episode is complete, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I want to ask you to please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast, uh, and please leave a review on Apple as well. Give it five stars if you think the show has helped you in some way to transform your thinking. I hope it has, and more importantly, share your comments, your review of what today's episode did for your thinking, how it shifted your thinking, and what you got out of it. Because I think that is how we spread this and for me, this is a revolution. This is not uh, a podcast. This is a way of life. And I hope to transform over a million lives in the next couple of years. And I need your help. So please become part of the Zero Hunger revolution by leaving that review on Apple Podcasts and subscribing today. Thanks so much. Have a great one. Peace and purpose. And I'll see you on the next episode.